Elliott, thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. We're going to have um, Mike Davis on for the Article 3 Project. And I, Kara, I'm a, I'm a, I'll admit it right now. I'll admit it right now. During mm-hmm. the interview with Mike, I do, in fact, laugh. Because okay. I had to watching Fannie Willis today. Hmm. It okay. actually it made me laugh out loud. And I don't understand what she thought she was going to do. I mean, that that's a situation where somebody is so completely unaware I just find her to be completely, completely unaware. She had no clue, in my opinion, as to how badly she was doing. And she actually had this arrogant air and this air of superiority on that just, it made me laugh. I was like, wow, she doesn't understand how badly she's contradicting herself. Then the guy wasn't yelling. She kept saying, please don't yell at me. He wasn't yelling at her. And then somebody would ask a question, she'd yell, you lie. And then somebody would ask a question, well, well, what do you mean by laid his head down? Well, what do you mean by where I lived? Well, what do you mean by my residence? Oh, come on now. Yeah, there seemed to be a lot of that. And the whole part about, I left my 83-year-old father in the house where I was too afraid to be. I'm like, what? what? I'm sorry, what did you yeah, say? I guess because of COVID, he was scared about COVID. Don't know what that uh, means. He was more f- afraid of COVID than he was the death threats that allegedly were coming in. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, again, if you say, hey, listen, if you stay here, you might be killed by people making death threats. And by the way, I've never seen any proof of any death threats on Fenny Willis. Or if you leave, you might get COVID. I'm like, well, I would like to get away from the immediate death threat. So am I going to go ahead and leave, COVID or not? That's the decision I would make. I mean, maybe I missed something. And then something about him being an old black man, and something about him being an old black man and have six months worth of your your bills paid up and in cash at the house. And then the the real lesson I learned today was cash is fungible. She literally said that. Mm -hmm. Cash is fungible. Always has a bunch of money. Have you ever taken money out of the bank? Well, I guess I have in my life, I guess. I mean, why, I don't understand why she thought she was doing well. I, I think she got off the stand and said, yep, going to go grab some gray goose now. I did well. Was Not very well point, in my opinion. One of the attorneys was asking her about the hoards of cash or cash yes. hoards. And yes. she said, what? I think she thought he was saying something else, which, of course, why would you do that? Why would you do that in court anyway? But yeah. it was, uh, that was bizarre. Yes, I mean, let me make it clear. I'm glad she took the stand. It was great entertainment today. Great entertainment. We talked to Mike Davis about an hour from now. We've got Tracy Beans a couple of hours from now in uh, hour three. Talking about guns and gun violence right now. And one fact that Sam actually brought up during the break to me, we have to take a look at the lack of punishment for crime. We have to. And it's happening, generally speaking, in the Soros-run DA areas in these big metropolis cities where there are large numbers of minority populations, large numbers of lower income populations, large numbers of bad school system populations, large numbers of people that are reliant on the government are being completely, completely misused by the government. They'll use them for the votes and then ignore them when people are dying in the streets, when the nine-year-old is shot through her window as she's doing her homework in Chicago. They're completely ignoring the safety and security of the people in these neighborhoods that they are counting on to vote for them. So when you've got, let's just use the example in New York a couple of weeks ago. You've got a gang of eight people from Venezuela here illegally who are part of a gang, either formed a gang in Venezuela or formed it here in New York. And they're beating the snot out of two cops in New York. The cops are on the ground being beaten and kicked. 
afraid to pull their guns and shoot because then they'll be facing charges for shooting somebody. The poor, poor migrant. Why'd you shoot the migrant? So those people get arrested, many of them. They're let out, no bail, no cash, just going to get out, give you a court date. Turns out some of them are really bad, like with 10 other charges on their record just in the past month or two. They round some of them back up, and then Alvin Bragg goes out and he finds a microphone and a camera and says, yeah, we're serious on crime. We all saw the video. It's horrible. Why'd you let them go? Why is there this system of a revolving door now in the justice system in these Soros-run areas? Why is it that the revolving door means commit the crime if you want, we'll either not arrest you, just give you a ticket and a court date, or we will arrest you, fingerprint you, then let you go, no bail. Just have a nice day. I don't have to pay us anything. Why would you stop doing it? If crime pays and then, well, if I can get away with that, I could probably carjack somebody with a gun and get away with that. I could probably rape somebody or shoot somebody. If I can get away with that, I could probably go hold up a bank. They're not going to do anything to me. And this is exactly how it's been set up. And then on top of that, making the cities less safe, making the cities much more dangerous. You're telling the good people in the cities, no matter what their racial or, or, or economic background is, you're not allowed to protect yourself with a gun. And you've got the loudest voices on the highest pedestals, on the highest levels of big sports, big music, big Hollywood, big everything, going on and on and on about how we have to get rid of the guns, have to do something about the gun violence. As they sit there knowing they are safe because there are good guys that are armed and ready to go. Makes me crazy. So yes, increase in crime, ignore many crimes, no cash bail, not locking anybody up anymore, and mass rioting and mass theft at these big stores. And then when there's a shooting, because people are like, well, I can get away with anything. Now I can just shoot somebody at the parade. Oh, my God, we've got to do something about gun violence. Let's do something about all crime. Let's do something to make people safer in these communities and let them know that, yes, the American dream is for you as well. We're literally taking away, by we, I mean these DAs, these governors, these city mayors, like the guy in San Antonio, Ron Nirenberg. They don't care enough about freedom and liberty. They don't care enough about safety and security. They care enough about getting the votes they want. They care enough about keeping black and brown people voting for them. Vote Democrat because those Republicans hate you. Racist. Racist. They're racist. And Trump will be a fascist. He'll be a dictator as they're fascists and they're dictators. We have to wake up in this country. We have to wake up and tell people the truth now. These far left-wing Marxist radical mayors, county executives, governors, uh, DAs, these people will never stop once you give them the power. They will never stop, and they will try to convince you with every ounce of their being that you got to vote for them because the other side is twice as bad. So let me ask you something. If you're living in a neighborhood where you're afraid to walk the streets at night, no matter where you are in the United States, if you're afraid to walk the streets at night because you might be mugged, killed, might be raped, might be beaten, might, might be just a victim of some random disgusting crime, why would you vote the same way again? Why would you continue to vote the same way that got you there, that made that neighborhood what it is? These so-called leaders in these cities have failed you. In San Antonio, I'm, mo- I'm most embarrassed for you, because this is my flagship, been here almost 20 years. I'm most embarrassed for you, because when I got here, Phil Hardberger was the, was the mayor. He was a Democrat, but he was not this kind of Democrat. He was not this. Then Julian Castro lied for a while. He was more, sort of a, a down-the-middle down guy. Then he showed his true colors when he joined the Obama administration. Now you got this guy, Nirenberg, that's just a freaking Marxist. That's what he is. He's a power-and-control guy 
who's a Marxist, who wants to have every... When you're making rainbow crosswalks in a city where there are people pooping in the streets in San Antonio, now I've got a problem with your so-called leadership. I, I, I do. I've got a big problem with it. And historically, and it's any town USA, using San Antonio as an example because I'm here, any town USA that continues to fail you, yet election day comes around, the Republicans sit on their hands, the conservatives sit on their hands, and Hispanic and black people think they're supposed to vote Democrat, you're going to keep these idiots in power that are giving you a crap life. It's time to vote that ass out. It's time to reduce crime with your vote. It's time to make sure you can protect your families with your vote. Do you realize the Democrats didn't want black people to have guns? They didn't think the Second Amendment applied to black people? Do you know that? Look up your history the same party the same party that will take away your ability to protect yourself your family and your stuff as you've got other people walking your streets armed to the teeth think about it use your brain next time listen the next election that comes around i don't want to hear anything from you about crime i want to hear anything from you about taxes i want to hear anything from you about freedom if you don't vote the right way vote for the person that's most like what you want to be in your city Not for the people that claim to be that, but you've got an actual history. You've got a history, San Antonio, of how horrible a mayor Ron Nirenberg is. Yet you keep electing this jackass. You've got the history of it. Period. Is your life better or is crime worse? Is homelessness worse? Are there illegal aliens flooding our city that they're trying to hide from the main street? Yes. Hundreds of thousands of them. Yeah, you've got to keep on voting for this guy. Going to keep on voting for the city council that hates anybody not like them. Everybody. And then they'll claim, well, the conservatives are the hate-filled people. The Republicans are the hate-filled people. Invite my ass to city council and have me talk to you about what you people have done to San Antonio. I dare you. They would, Carrie, they would never do that. Mm, not in a million years. Yep. Oh, Nirenberg, who, to my face. I'll come on your show, absolutely, liar. To my face, he said that at a charity event. So, you know, listen, these people are all full of crap. And he's just a small, a small man in one city. But there are t- tons of them now in this country. Go down the list of the top 10 worst crime cities in the country. Make it the top 20 worst crime cities in the country. You tell me what party and what type of mayor or city council or, or county judge or fill-in-the-blank is running that area. You tell me. Because when Hillary Clinton says something stupid like red states have a bigger crime problem than blue states, she's not talking about the cities. She's talking about the states where those cities happen to be. So, yes, yeah, San Antonio, Houston, El Paso, Dallas. These cities, Austin, are crime-riddled, all run by Democrats in a red state. So Hillary Clinton thinks she's wise. She's not. And by the way, she's never going to be president, no matter how much she wants to be. She'll say, well, it's a red state problem. Texas has a horrible crime problem. Let's look at the cities, the metropolis areas, and let's see where the crime really is happening. And then let's talk about it. But come election day, you're going to go down there and vote for the same idiots. And I don't want to hear your crap. If there's gun violence, it's on them. If there's crime, it's on them. And really, ultimately, it's on you, the voter. Let me say this as clearly as I can. Hey, black people listening and watching, Democrats hate you. Hey, Hispanics listening and watching, Democrats hate you. They take you for granted, and they don't care if you die. They don't care if you're coming here illegally 
and calling you a migrant. They don't care about the rape trees. They don't care about people being kidnapped. They don't care about people dying on the trek 2,000 miles. They don't care about the humanity of, of carrying fentanyl across the border and killing people. You're just a pawn. But once you get here, and once they get you, get you legality, you're damn sure going to have to vote for them, aren't you? The next person who's black or brown, as, as BIPOC in this country, that votes Democrat is the next person that needs to shut your mouth, shut your face. Just shut up. Because you've fallen for the okey-doke, and you've done it for generations now. A hundred years ago, black and brown people started voting for Democrats because they were lied to by FDR. He lied to you. He said he was going to take care of you with the New Deal. The New Deal didn't include you because service workers were excluded purposely because the Democrat racist South all wanted to be excluded. So you guys didn't get the benefit. Your ancestors didn't get the benefit. Yet you kept voting that way because you thought your economy would get better. They have lied to you. Wake the hell up. Carrie, I hope I was clear about that. Extremely clear. I just yes. don't think, like KJB would say, uh, let me be clear. I've been clear. I think I just was clear. She says mm, that, but I think were. I was. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I dare anybody call, email, write, whatever you got to do, and try to challenge me on what I just said. I dare you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. You got you to gotta fix yourself. You got to fix yourself right from your house, from your neighborhood, from your area. It's not somebody else's responsibility if you keep making bad decisions at the election booth. The voting booth is there for you to provide more safety, security, and a better life for yourself and your family. Stop voting for idiots. <sighs> All right. You wouldn't be an idiot if you got Super Beat. See how I did the segue there? Super Beat's amazing. It's a great product, going to help support a healthy blood pressure, a healthy blood flow, your circulation, your production of nitric oxide. All that's going to be taken care of with Super Beats. Gives you great support for all of that with a nice, steady level of energy throughout your day. How do you think I get to do a rant like that because of the Super Beats and how much energy I have? You've got to go and check these out right now. In fact, pair with a healthy lifestyle. The antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. And over 40,000 five-star reviews. A lot of people like, like to go and make reviews. A lot of people really, really enjoy making negative reviews. When you've got 40,000 five-star positive reviews, you're doing something very, very right. These are effective and clinically studied. The ingredients in Super Beats Heart Chews going to be something you're going to love. Go and check them out right now. Support your heart health with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free month supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 with your order by going to, to joelovesbeats.com. Again, joelovesbeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at joelovesbeats.com. Stay here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Let's get to the phone line. Shonda in Kansas City. Talk to me. Hi. Hello, Shonda. Shonda may have gotten a call. Let's go to Ollie in Kansas City. Ollie, what's going on? Yes, Joe, you're the man. Thank you, you can preach it good. Thank I you. like it. Thanks, brother. Got to keep talking the good talk. Yes. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, um, and you guys may have heard this too, they're trying to sell it here like, oh, the kids were having an argument and things got out of hand and then the guns went to flying. It's gangs, man. It's gangs. Um, the news reported yesterday as I was watching, and we were in tears, 
because kids, yes. little kids were caught up in this. Um, they were saying that uh, 2023 for homicides, worst year ever in Kansas City. Well, duh, defund the police. And, and they've tried to do it. It's just stupid. Uh, well, Ali, I hear you. You're absolutely right. The same side that wants to defund the police, the same side that wants to put Soros DAs in that don't punish crime, that's the side blaming the other side for what's going wrong. No, no, you're doing it. You're why it's going wrong. And again, I urge everybody listening and watching, stop voting the way you're voting if you're getting this result. It's time to make a change. Ted, Mississippi, talk to me. Hi. I can't hear Ted either. I don't know if I can hear every other caller what the story is. William, Mississippi, hi. William in Mississippi. Hey, Joe, how are you? Living the dream. What's happening? Living the dream. As a 12-year packing uh, Second Amendment person that conceals carry, that, I'm from Mississippi, so we have a concealed carry law. We also have an open carry law, but I pay $100 for the privilege of carrying it under my jacket. I don't walk around like the wild, wild west. And, right. Uh, I, I wear it for not my protection, but every other person along with my family's protection. Right. That, you, you know, you said the big box stores, you, you can't go to a fast food joint. You can't go to John Brown Parade. Uh, those people don't telegraph where they're going to do it so that uh, us god fearing people will stand up in between right. the innocent. Now, with you, exactly right. You don't know where it's going to happen. But what we can do is we can put in the back of the minds of those who have a propensity to do this that a good guy with a gun might kill you if you try it. You might be dead today if you try this stuff. And that's going to make them... The one thing you can't really measure is when you stop somebody from committing a crime. Like they asked a bunch of people who were behind bars for murder, hey, um, did the death penalty play a role in, in what you ended up doing? Well, no, obviously it didn't. What we don't have is anybody on death row who didn't commit murder, who were who was dissuaded by the idea that they might die if they tried it. So the deterrent factor of good guys carrying guns obviously is good because when there are a bunch of police there, nobody tries it. When people are there who are dignitaries, who are protected by guns, nobody tries it for good reason. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. Joe Pags.